It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Who is catching the eye of media and who should fans be paying attention to as Auburn football continues their spring practices over the next few weeks? We get to the bottom of it on today's Locked On Auburn. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm and I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. It is a Ferg Friday. It's Justin Ferguson with the Auburn Observer, who's back. You're back into a, a somewhat normal schedule after, um, after a crazy yeah. few weeks. Yeah, no, I, I finally know what day of the week it is. It's taken it's taken me weeks to figure that out. Uh, no, it's, right. it's I I wish I was in Chicago covering this basketball team because they were so much fun to cover. Yeah, um, but uh, getting to t- kind of wind down a little bit. I mean, those of us who have been covering this team, we've been going pretty much full speed since August, mm-hmm. and still got spring football to to go through. Um, but it's not quite as the same intensity as as covering you know, full seasons, uh, both of those yeah. uh, sports. So, um, it's, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good to, uh, to kind of take a, take a breath and, uh, um, get back to normal a little bit. Yeah. You're covering what glimpses, of, uh, you know, 20 minute glimpses of time and trying to see, you know, what all information you can get um, right from these open windows and kind of using reasoning as far as, you know, who's, you know, taking reps where and, and all that stuff. And so yesterday, Thursday morning's newsletter with the Auburn Observer, it's, uh, I think it was a lot of good information. I'm not going to list all 12 by any means, but you listed 12 players, and I love that you did it in alphabetical order. So you're like, don't read into go. this. This is just the alphabetical order of 12 <laughs> players that I did. And I, I think that was great. But um, two of the guys that you did, and I hope I'm not giving too much away here, but I, I haven't talked a whole lot about Caden Bridges mm-hmm. and Caleb Wooden. Other yep. than, you know, we did a full show on, like, roster updates as far as you, both of those guys gain, like, 10-plus pounds each, if I recall correctly. They've just really right. changed their bodies. But you put both of those guys among those 12 that have really caught your eye. Yeah. W- what is it about these two safeties that have kind of stood out to you? Well, it's just they're young guys getting opportunities in the two deep from what we've been able to see. We, Caleb Wooden was kind of the early star week one. We yeah. heard about him. Uh, you know, forcing two turnovers in his first ever practice. A lot of good energy. A lot of guys seem to really, really like him um, because uh, he just comes in and attacks. And, uh, you know, studying film with, with some of the older players. His older brother really has rubbed off on him, I think. Uh, you know, just the, the work ethic uh, and the kind of dude that Colby Wooden is. You can expect that out of Caleb. And even though Caleb was not a very highly rated recruit coming out of high school, in fact, he was the lowest rated one that Auburn signed in this class, he is an early enrollee, and they Auburn really thought that they got a diamond in the rough with him. So this is a dude – I don't know if he's going to make the two deep this year, but if you're looking at a, maybe a young guy who can get on the field early, special teams or you know, even even finding ways to get into certain packages, I mean, he's off to a really, really good start. And I think when you talk to coaches uh, and players about him, it's like, yeah, he's got a long way to go in terms of learning the system and yeah. getting it getting, – but like he brings a lot of like the foundational stuff you really need to bring and not – not every freshman can show that this early. Um, it takes kind of a special guy to do that. And so I think he's definitely one of those. And then with Caden Bridges, 
Aiden Bridges was a guy that stepped out to me early on because uh, he was he was getting reps um, sometimes even with the first team at safety, um, just kind of rotating around, getting in the mix. He uh, he's another one who gained a pretty good bit of weight uh, this this offseason and um, really kind of transformed his body. And the fact that you know Auburn's looking for somebody to step up uh, at safety with with the guys that they've lost. Um, you, you, they like obviously what they have with Zion Puckett back there. Mm-hmm. They need more safeties to step up. And Caden was a guy that, even though he didn't play last season uh, that much, um, you know, he's got a year in the system. And I think that might be why he's a little bit ahead right now of a guy like, um, you know, some some of these guys that that have come in uh, that are from the JUCO level or just kind of brand new uh, to to the spot um, because you know it's it's early. So at least he has the foundation kind of in there, and so. I mean, both of those guys, when you see young dudes, you hear about them making plays that early, uh, and then you you hear about, um, you know, kind of see them with your own eyes. Like, man, that, that, dude's, that dude's out there surrounded by a lot of vets. But that's a, that's a really good sign for these young players if, if, you know, this is the time of year where you start to see potential breakout players start to emerge. And, and uh, you know, for, through the first two weeks, you've heard a lot of good stuff about Caden Bridges. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's something that's, encouraging because I mean that is an open battle yeah. for those safety spots don't you think I mean I know you mentioned Zion Bucket he may be quote-unquote a lock to be one of those guys but outside of it I mean it's pretty it's pretty open I would think yeah it is pretty open and there's a number of guys that you can kind of move around there um in, in certain spots and um I I feel bad because I'm already blanking on the name of the Juco safety that I'm who am I trying to Gilbert? think of is that his name yeah Marquis Gilbert yeah Marquise I'm sorry Gilbert. yeah sorry apologies to Mr. Gilbert no, he's been here five minutes I'm sure he'll understand right exactly it, with the thing like with Marquis Gilbert though you know Juco player you go out and get a guy like that to be an instant impact player but early on might not be as ahead of the game as a dude who has been here for a little while longer even if he is a younger player um, and so I, I think. You know, I would imagine some of these transfers, um, and there's all they're all over the defense. When you talk about like Eugene Asante or DJ James, and there's a number of guys around there. Jason Jones, um, although I did mention Jones in the, in the newsletter for one major reason, but um, you know, it, those guys don't like even if even if you didn't play last season, you you've been in the system for a year, and I think you're able to kind of hit the ground running in your second spring, or maybe for some of these guys, your first spring, even harder and. Uh, you know, I think that's I think that's what we're seeing right now out of out of a guy like Caden Bridges, and he's got great size. I mean, I think that's he is a big safety, and uh, exactly kind of what you want patrolling the top of the defense. Yeah, I, I really like I, I really like what he brings to the table there, and like Donovan Kaufman. I mean, mm-hmm. is he is he essentially just the nickel uh, moving forward? You think him mostly at nickel. Um, but you know, he's safety as well, and like it's just going to be a matter of t- like they. They approach nickel very much like uh, Derek Mason approached nickel, and it's mm-hmm. that you're not. There's not a guy that you say, "quote unquote," you're Mister Nickel. Basically, it's like depends on the situation. Earlier downs, you might want to bring a third safety in there. Uh, later downs, when it's obvious passing situations, you want more of a slot corner there. And it would be amazing. Um, and Auburn kind of has had some of these guys like that over the years. But it'd be amazing if you had one guy that could do both of those things at a really, really high level. Instead, what they do is keep guys fresher and play a little more situational football. You try to identify here are the corners who can do that and here are the safeties who, are, who can do that, and we can play them in these certain spots. So I think Kaufman's very much of that third safety. Okay. Um, I think one of those one of those guys that can get out there and 
you know, if they try to switch and get a another corner out and out corner on the field on, on those passing downs, I think you would see Kaufman kick back to safety in those in those situations. So maybe Pritchett, um, yeah. is Pritchett your third corner or Jalen Simpson, Pritchett Simpson, and then whoever that third corner is uh, at, the, at that point. Um, DJ you know, we, James heard, probably. DJ James makes a lot of sense. Uh, another guy I mentioned in the news there, we've heard a lot about JD Rim. JD Rim has come in as an early enrollee, and it's, it's pronounced Rim. It's not rhyme. It's Rim. I've been rim, saying yeah. rhyme. Okay. JD Rim, I, good to know. I, I believe I believe it's right. Now that I said, so we're it, going with now. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think we have a pronunciation guide out yet for for the new roster. So and then um, I, I'm a I'm a Keontae Scott guy too. I mean, Keontae talk, Scott makes a lot of sense too. About there's a lot of those. There's a lot of those dudes, and so it's just kind of early on, like who's kind of flash and who's impressed. There's a lot of depth uh, in those spots. We talked about how Auburn lost a number of guys in the in the secondary this offseason, but they brought in a ton as well, uh, especially with. Uh, the way they closed at corner yeah. uh, in this class. So um, I think we're already seeing some of those those effects right now. Uh, and it's just going to be situational. And, uh, you know, you're not playing football for another five months, five-plus months at this point. So this is just about mixing and matching and throwing guys out there and just giving them the foundation. Yep, yep. We jump into more of this Auburn defensive back chatter in just a moment. Is another younger guy possibly ascending – in the depth chart. Today's show brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the planet, perhaps even the entire universe. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. And when you go to built.com, you'll see all of these different products and different flavors that they have available for you. And they usually always have two or three special limited time flavors there as well, depending on the season, and and things like that. Also, they have Built Puffs, which are absolutely delicious. They're these protein-infused marshmallows that are high in protein, low in calories, low in sugar. They're very sweet. They are delicious. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That is LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Justin Ferguson, before I ask you more defensive back related questions. How can people read about the defensive backs, the entire roster, as well as football and basketball? How can they read about all of your work? Yeah, auburnobserver.com. Check it out. $6 a month or $60 a year. Uh, gets you access to everything we we do. A newsletter that comes out. Now that we're in the offseason, probably be more like three or four times a week. Yeah, there was one time where I was writing five or six of them a week during yeah. the season. But uh, And then we have a couple podcasts as well that go along with it. Yeah, there's a free one on the weekends. You can check out wherever you listen to your podcast. Or if you subscribe, you get the bonus podcast. And uh, we had a, a good one on Thursday where we talked a ton about uh, football and basketball and a, a lot of topics there uh, that Painter and I covered about uh, just what's going on with the roster and, and both of these teams as, as we get into kind of really the heart of the offseason here coming up. Lindsay and I were joking. We think you need to start selling a shirt that says, Six dollars a month or sixty dollars a year, and that just be it. Just orange and blue font. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, just just the best. I mean, that's what I tell people all the time. Is like, you know, we don't, we haven't done any like advertising anywhere. We haven't like bought, you know, ad spots at places, any marketing kind of stuff like that. 
I mean, you're doing stuff like this. I mean, this is your. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the people, the people, our number one more biggest marketing tool is people who subscribe. Right. And so, yeah, uh, when everybody just says that online and, and tells their friends, they're like, it is definitely the best way to tell you. It's better than than any, you know, any actual ad could do. Yep. No, I, I think it's great. Yeah. $6 a month or $60 a year. I, I love it. it. It's just kind of become its own thing. So, mm-hmm. all right. Uh, did it surprise you at all? that Roe Torrance entered the portal? Because it, it seems like the reasoning that a lot of people are going to is like 80 Diamond is climbing the depth chart. Are you hearing similar things? Is that is that what you're hearing at all? Yeah, well, we saw, um, you know, the so there had been three open windows before Wednesday, before these guys entered the portal, but him and Demetrius Davis. And I went to two of them. I didn't go to the third one because I was on the way to Did D. Davis enter the portal? I didn't realize. I thought the world would burn down if that happened. My bad. Well, well, um, you know, the, uh, the, so I hadn't seen everything, but I have seen 80 diamond kind of be in the mix in that 2D, but you didn't really just see, see that much of Roe. And I think the thing with Roe is he came in, he played a role, you know, wasn't necessarily a guy that played a ton, but Auburn went in and then hit that. I mean, they got so many cornerbacks and, and defensive backs in this yeah. class and, you know, it's. I don't know if you want to necessarily say recruiting over somebody's head, even though that's kind of the go-to term in that. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, I think the kind of the right was on the wall a little bit. And when some of these younger guys are kind of stepping up and making moves, make a lot. I think JD Rims, another guy. Like we've heard a little bit more about him. Um, you know, this this off season or, yeah. or the, the spring practice. Right, so right, right. yeah, not too not too much of a surprise. And and this is a guy who, um, you know, did his work in JUCO and and did an excellent job. And um, he's going to have opportunities to play elsewhere. It just he wasn't kind of that instant impact, big, big time guy for Auburn last season. And Auburn went out and kind of reinforced uh, some of that a little bit. And so uh, go, go take advantage of the opportunities uh, you have elsewhere. How great of a name would it be if 80 diamond ascends and becomes this really good corner? I mean, 80 diamond, uh, that name to an elite cornerback would be like so swag filled. You know what I'm saying? Like that would be so great. That'd be yeah, so top, fun to watch. Top tier name. 80 Diamond's a great name. You can do I think so Caden, much with that. I think Caden Bridges is a great safety name. That mm-hmm. just sounds like a dude you don't want to mess with over the middle of the defense. Um, Rim's a good one as well. I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of top tier names in that secondary. Um, and like DJ James. I mean, DJ James just sounds like a dude that's gonna gonna, you know, mess mess your world up. He's gonna um, he's gonna kick your butt and then he's gonna run for president. It's like, okay, man, okay, cool, whatever. 80, Di- 80 Diamond though, I think he he has got some of that vintage Auburn football player name, like just no a question. little extra to it. Like during during that Malzahn era where like every like if you committed to Auburn, you had like this spectacular name. Um 80 Diamond definitely is is kind of a throwback in that regard. So also in your newsletter yesterday, you, you listed um, you listed Wesley Steiner and Cam Riley as the same person. Uh, yes, in, in the they same, are the same in person. The same injury. <laughs> it kind of seems like that the way the spring yeah. is has gone on, and it seems like it's those two guys with Owen Papo sitting out. So obviously Owen will start. If they're a nickel yes. and there's two linebackers, who do you think that second one is? Is it Riley right now? Which is a little. He's probably more similar to like Zacoby mm-hmm. was. And then Wesley Steiner seems more similar to Owen just because of how freaking athletic he is. Is So what do you think that looks like? Yeah, I think that would probably be it. Cam Riley is massive, and he continues to get bigger. I mean, Big he's boy. 6'5". And, 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 you know, I thought for a while that there was a chance he could have mo- moved out to edge. But um, the he, way he's playing in the box, I think they really like his development there. And, um, you know, Riley has stepped up. He's been a guy that has been um, – 
a leader um, kind of in these in these drills. Him and Steiner, they're kind of one two right now, just because um, you know without Papo, you don't really have a ton of experience you're going off. But yeah, Riley more of a run and hit type of player like Zico- like Zacoby is, whereas Steiner, I think he is. You know, when he came in, he looked like a baby Owen, and he kind of still has that kind of right. game to him. Um, Steiner also, I think, is a dude that you know, coaching staff loves. Uh, he is you know, massively intelligent, you know, on and off the field. That's that's his that's his mo. But I think he has done a really good job of stepping up and trying to be more of a leader uh, for this team. Um, and uh, that that obviously wins you a lot of favor with his coaching staff. So um, yeah, they they're kind of joined at the hip right now. And so um, I think until Owen comes back and we see him in fall camp, see what that kind of looks like. Uh, but I mean, if you if you tell me this season that Auburn that uh, Owen Papo is linebacker number one for Auburn, and that Cam Riley and and um, and and Wesley Steiner are two A and two B this season, that would make a ton of sense to me. Where does Eugene Asante rotate in with this? Had um yeah. had Isaac Shade, he hosts Locked On Tar Heels, and he kind of gave us a little bit of a history lesson. It was more involved than I thought it was involving involving him, and I thought that was interesting. But I mean, it sounds like a strength of his is pass coverage. And so, like, what, yeah. is, what does that look like? Because I think that's going to be something that Owen's pretty good at this year. Do you possibly put him in a third and long situation if he truly is better in, in, that, in, in that type of coverage? Yeah, you could, it could be a guy that you put out there if you want to put a, you know, if you want to stay with a nickel look on those, those situations, just have a more of a coverage weapon at linebacker down the middle of the field. Yeah, I, I think that's it. Not to say that Riley or Steiner aren't on that, but that is Papo's kind of bread and butter. And, you know, you could always get like, you, you talk about the number of teams in the SEC nowadays that just spread it and throw it around the yard 40, yeah. 50 times a game. You, you want as many coverage weapons as you have at Lineberg. You've got to be able to cover to be able to play. But then some of these kind of coverage guys, these coverage specialists, I think definitely play into the picture. So um, he is a number – he's one of those players that I see that, like, he can be um, – you know, a package guy or develop into somebody. Again, like the thing is, it's early for him. Like we might not have yeah. seen much of him so far in, in practices, but he just got here. Right. And then I think a guy like Joko Willis is, is somebody else. And, and Willis, I think is kind of like the more of the blitz blitzing type of guy. Right. He can kind of, can give you some of that specialty uh, there as well. So um, it's just about finding who are going to be your, your go-to guys. And then I think, Kind of like when the defensive backfield, you you try to hit certain spots. Okay, if we're in this situation, we're in this look, if we're facing this type of team or all that, there are guys that can play roles. Because, um, you know, it's awesome to have 11, 12, 13 guys that you feel like are quote-unquote starters that you really, really like. But a great defense, look at any of them. Look at what Georgia did this year. Look at the, the best ones that Kevin Steele had at Auburn. Like, they had guys that played roles and did them really, really well. And so this is the time of year where you start kind of developing – and finding those those matches, especially in the second and third levels. I can't let Justin get out of here without asking him about the latest with the quarterback competition, especially since um, one of Auburn's quarterbacks has entered the transfer portal. So more on that in just a moment. But I want to tell you guys about our partner, Athletic Greens. They have a product that I use every day that a lot of our hosts use every single day. And I'm talking about Athletic Greens because, I mean, so much has been made about the importance of, you know, gut health and just overall wellness. And Athletic Greens really dives in to all of that. It's a, it's a powdery drink that you mix with water first thing in the morning. It tastes great. And seriously, after you take this about four or five days in a row, you can feel a difference. It's, it's pretty incredible. It's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. 
and it contains less than a gram of sugar. So there's no GMOs or nasty chemicals or artificial anything like that. And it's recommended by professional athletes and trusted healthcare folks. And um, they, they also do so many different things for the community. In 2020, Athletic Greens donated over 1.2 million meals to kids throughout that year. But it, it's so inexpensive when you look at it about how much you're spending per serving. It's much healthier and easier to use than you know, your daily cold brew kick. So right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient and daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just a scoop, water, every day, that's it. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash college. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash college. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Also, today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. Yes, Auburn's not in it, but obviously March Madness resumes this weekend. There was some stuff last night and of course tonight and throughout the rest of the weekend as folks fight for a chance to get into the final four going into next week. And you can get in on the action at betonline.net. They have all of your lines. They have all of your props. Everything that you need at BetOnline. BetOnline, where the game starts. Jay Fur, just a few more minutes here. I really appreciate your time, as always. But like we said earlier, D. Davis is gone. I think it's going to be okay. D. Davis is gone. And uh, it seems like T.J. Finley is really starting to gear up and get some momentum to potentially run away with this thing. Is that? Am I being too hasty? With that projection? <laughs> Maybe a little bit, but okay. I think TJ Finley's got a better chance to claim this job than I think some people think. Just because he's a guy that has the experience and now you have nobody on this roster besides him that has even been on the roster before, right? right. Like D-Day Davis didn't play any, but at least he was around. He, he was around, year. yeah, right. Yeah, um, I th- Finley's been number one in all of, of, of the drills. That That's not surprising. It is early. I think he is really making a concerted effort to improve his accuracy and, you know, be a more vocal leader on this team. Now he's kind of settled in. We'll see how it goes. Um, I I think it's too early to tell what you've got in uh, Holden Gurner. I mean, it's just like, you know, where these guys fall in the pecking order in drills. Like you can say this with Zach Calzada as well. Um, You know, they're throwing to, because Auburn doesn't have a whole lot of depth at wide receiver you're thrown to a lot of walk-ons and you're throwing like, so it's like, you know, it's yeah. harder to kind of get a better get. Whereas TJ, when we see him, he's getting a lot of with the, with the number ones. And of course there's a lot more going on, you know, behind right. the scenes when we're not out there. Um, I wrote about Robbie Ashford. I like Robbie Ashford's arm a lot. Now here's the thing. Robbie Ashford played two years at Oregon and did not, was not on the field at any, like we don't mm-hmm. know, you know, arm talent's great. And I like TJ Finley is, is a great example. Awesome arm talent. Um, but so much quarterback playing comes down to what happens after the snap, reading, reacting, yeah. pocket awareness, and all that. We just don't know what Robbie Ashford looks like at, at, at the college level yet. This is what this time's kind of figuring out. But man, that dude put some zip on the ball. Like he he throws it with a lot of velocity. Um, I like I like he was I mean he was neck for neck, uh, neck and neck in um, in a lot of these like accuracy drills and like right. rollout drills that we saw with with him and Finley. Um, so yeah, I mean I think. Those are the two guys I've seen the most and probably been the two I've been most impressed with. But again, like, you know, it's it's kind of I've only seen them for about an hour, basically, uh, yeah. uh, all told. 
and there's a lot of stuff going on away from away from what we see and 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 they're they're making a really good effort i think to rotate as much as possible and and like they're not going to have any sort of real determination until uh, after spring ball but um i think finley should get a whole lot more credit than people are giving him right now in terms of his battle because he's in a tough spot man like he was set up to fail last right. year yeah. Right. And 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 then they got then they got three new quarterbacks in uh after after he struggled towards the end of the year. So like the yeah. odds are stacked against him. Um but can he develop? Can he get better? And also, I mean, it's just I, I think Ashford's the wild card just because we haven't seen him at the at the college level. And the same thing with Garner, but like, you know, he he's I at just, least been I, around. I, I don't college. think Garner can actually start. I just don't think they it give would it be to really him. it would be really hard for somebody to be a true freshman and just beat out three guys that have been in college before. I mean, the amount of pressure years. that Harson would put on himself if he did that. Yeah, he, he would have to. Crazy. I think he would have to come in. It had to be like, oh, yeah, he's like by far the best option. Kind of like what they did with Bo Nix. Like, Bo Nix was by far the best option, you know, when when he started as a true freshman. That's kind of right. that's the security you got to have to have in that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, I, I think I think I think Ashford's very much the wild card here. Um, and I think I think anybody ruling out TJ Finley should should uh, you know pump the brakes. It's a lot of a lot of ball game between now and and now and uh, any sort of decision they make at the quarterback spot. And he's a guy that is getting a lot of good quality reps. Yeah, and and my apologies to Robbie Ashford. I mean, when that happened, I thought it was just kind of an excuse to get somebody that was kind of from the state back because he wanted to move back or whatever, and they wanted another you know quarterback on the roster, but I, I think he deserves a legitimate look. He has oh, yeah. outperformed he, he what I initially expected. My apologies he's, to him. Yeah, he's got a he's he's got a great arm. And again, we'll we'll see what it looks like when the bullets are flying, but like we are not gonna see what happens when the bullets are flying. Like and like yeah. You know, so it's it's gonna be about who looks best behind closed doors and who who makes the biggest impression on their coaches. Right. Justin Ferguson, one more time, how can people find you, hear you, support you, all that good stuff. AuburnDeserver.com. Sign up there. $6 a month, $60, $60 a year. There it is. Uh, you get newsletters and podcasts sent to your email inbox uh, most days of the week. Awesome. Awesome. That is another Ferg Friday in the books. We'll be back on Monday to recap everything that happened over the weekend. This has been Locked On Auburn. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.